I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Every week we talk about it. You've done person. it this week. We dissect, no we divulge, we go wildly off track. I've lost the plot. We've all lost the plot, baby. How are you this week? Um, I've been struggling a bit this week. I haven't really thought about career stuff, really, at all. Um, I've been very much wrapped up in the politics of everything and um, feeling sad because I'm missing my friends and stuff. I've seen a couple of friends past week. Socially distanced. Uh, shout out to Tom McMahon, listener of the pod. Oh, yes, Tom. I know, lovely Tom. Um, and now I'm just kind of like, oh, am I fucked, you know, career-wise? Cause... And thank you for listening. That was bitchy. <laughs> but everyone's in the same boat, so... Don't think about it. Why, why did you start thinking about it? Just don't think about it. Just don't worry about it. Good advice. Good stuff there. How are you? I actually, I, unlike you, have been confronting the the fear of, of no work for the next... I have really been thinking about that a lot. Mm. And the money thing of thinking, what happens when the government grant stops and there's still no work? What do we all do? But, you know, there are always people in worse positions. <laughs> what is going to be your new career? That's a great game. I don't have any skills. I'd quite like to shoot music videos. That's an ambition of mine as well. Is it? Yeah. Do you, like, when you listen to songs, do you think about the music video in your head and how you'd shoot it? Visualise. I'm normally in it, to be fair. It's normally just me walking down a street looking moody. I imagine myself as the star. That's not really the same as making music videos, is it? I used to do that, and then it became... I would, like, saw it all out of my head, and I'd have a concept and... I'd love to do it, but... Well, maybe this is it, Tilly. We should start a music video business. <laughs> we could be a directing duo. Yeah. But all music videos must star Helen <laughs> That's the kind of caveat. <laughs> I mean, you'd be great. Thanks. I can do my take my seriously face. That's, that's good. That's really good. Thanks. Oh, I like that. Thank you. This is mine. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Thanks. I am really talented. <laughs> Do you ever think that? Do you ever just sit and think, God, I'm, I am really, I am talented. <laughs> yeah, every day. That's why I'm always so busy because I'm just constantly looking out the window thinking, God, the world is lucky to have me. <laughs> you're welcome, guys. You're welcome. Key workers, you're welcome. <laughs> 
God, I'm so fucking useless. It was the last clap for carers, wasn't it? Yeah. The last one. I was caught short on a walk while everyone was outside clapping, and I live in a uh, conservative stronghold, mm. so I did lots of shouting, you voted for this! And then I felt a bit guilty about it, because everyone was just wanting to have a nice clap. But, fuck but it's true! Simply it's true. fuck them. What's the point in clapping if you're going to continue to vote? With Boris Johnson. Okay, so should we talk about who we're going to talk about? Let's do it. This week, we are doing, I'm so excited, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes, and this was a Twitter suggestion. Uh, this is at uh, Dumbass Miliband on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you so much for your suggestion. A brilliant suggestion. We are very grateful. And I can't wait to be utterly consumed with hate. So let's do it. Goop.com. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Our plan, by the way, for this yeah. episode is just to go on goop.com. That's it. That's the episode. So if you're not interested in that, I don't know. If you don't know what that is as well, we will do a little oh, caveat yeah, yeah. explaining. So here we go. Gwyneth Kate Paltrow, born September the 27th, 1972. So she is 47. Is an American actress, singer, author and businesswoman. She has received numerous accolades for her work, including an Academy Award, a Golden Globe and a Primetime Emmy Award. What did she win the Oscar for? Was it Shakespeare in Love she won the Oscar for? Yes, Shakespeare in Love. Do you like her as an actress? I think she's fantastic. Yeah, she's a good actress. Sliding Doors, classic movie. She hasn't really done any telly, has she? She's she hasn't really Glee. been... She was in Glee. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, she was sexy teacher. But I kind of, I kind of keep waiting for her like Amazon Prime series or whatever. Yeah, I know what you mean. She's quite selective with her acting work, though, isn't she? Since becoming a mum, mm-hmm. um, where she, the critics kind of say she splits into two ways. She does something because she really believes in it, or do, she does something for the money, basically. But I love that her career is her being selective because she literally like is flying and is. Picks big things, do you know what I mean? She picks Marvel movies or whatever. If she's going to do something, she she does something high proof. Yeah, um, and then for sure she is the face of Estee Lauder. She is also the face of the American fashion brand Coach, owner of lifestyle company Goop, and author of several cookbooks. She is kind of that. I don't know that kind of. Um, you can't imagine her having a poo. <laughs> you know, she's just so like yeah. perfect. You can't imagine her doing a poo. Yeah. That's it. That's my analysis. She's so perfect in her appearance, but also in her manner. Mm. She's so controlled and like a sim. Yes. She's She's like like a sim. sim. That's my analysis. I love it. I love it here. It's great. What a great show we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) You can't imagine her doing a poo and she's like a sim. Yeah. What what else does it say on the Wikipedia? Are her parents famous? Have I made that up? Yeah, so her, she was born in Los Angeles. Her mum is the actress Blythe Danner. Yeah. And um, so she's won two primetime Emmy Awards and something else, something else. And her dad is the film producer slash director Bruce Wiggert Paltrow. And so Gwyneth's first... TV film her dad directed. Right. Um, it was called High in 1989. That was her acting debut. Mm-hmm. And also, like, all of her family, like, her brother is a film writer and her uncle is an opera singer. And she, she like, her whole family expansively is just very artsy and very successful in a sort of Los Angeles kind of way. Yeah. 
And of course, famously, she was married to Chris Martin. Yeah, and they have two children together who are very cute. Moses and Apple. Moses and Apple, of course. What else would they be called? And Apple has just turned 16 during lockdown. What? Apple. That kid is 16? Yeah. Fuck. Are you okay? Are you having an existential crisis? I swear that kid was just born. (laughs) What did you think about the uh, conscious uncoupling thing? I love it. So this is my thing about Gwyneth Paltrow. I feel like she is trolling everybody. And like she is... There's a fine line, isn't there, between her taking herself really seriously and her being a satire Mm -hmm. and the conscious uncoupling. So when her and Chris Martin decided that they were separating, they described it as a conscious uncoupling and she got her doctor to kind of give a definition to the world of of what that meant and he described it a conscious uncoupling is the ability to understand that every irritation and argument within a marriage was a signal to look inside ourselves and identify a negative internal object that needed healing from this perspective there are no bad guys just two people it's about people as individuals not just the relationship that's on wikipedia and then the following line is in april 2015 Paltrow filed for divorce. I mean, I don't think she is trolling. I think she believes everything that she's talking about. But I do like conscious uncoupling. I think it's nice. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Whoa, that's a curveball from Tinny Steele. Yeah, because I mean, sometimes things just run their course. I don't think... I think our whole understanding of monogamy and of relationships is still pretty immature in general. And I think... I think it, while it seemed silly in uh, 2014 when she said that, I kind of think a lot of the time when there's something that like society in general goes, ha ha, look at that, that's so dumb and stupid. A lot of the time there is like a crumb of truth in it that actually people don't want to be vulnerable and admit. Do you know what I mean? So do you think that it's her finding a new word for something because divorce doesn't feel like the correct term for what her and Chris Martin would going through yeah because i guess divorce is kind of associated with i mean you have to give a reason when you divorce you have to say oh it was infidelity or it was um what's that word the phrase that uh irredeemable behavior or something like that oh i don't know i've never been divorced (laughs) yet yet Um, but don't you think it slightly plays into her there is a slight supremacy about it all where she the idea of associating with a word like divorce that regular people, like so many people go through divorce and for so many people, like you say, it transcends what we associate with that word. It's It can be something that actually is a really nice thing or people can get divorced and continue to live together. But by kind of associating this really, I don't know, this very lofty term, unconscious mm-hmm. uncoupling, there is a sense that she is slightly above those normal things that normal people go through. Oh yeah, I still don't like her. <laughs> I'm not saying I like her. <laughs> but you are right, language has such an important role in redefining things like marriage and divorce, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, and and ultimately what Gwyneth Paltrow has done is she hasn't kind of taken all this knowledge and spiritual work she's clearly done on herself with therapists and all the rest of it. She hasn't gone, right, well, maybe I'll start a charity or maybe I'll just, like, chill out and live a simple life and, like, give a lot of my money away. She's gone, I'm going to sell shit. I'm going to sell utter (laughs) shit online to other rich people who are dumb and that's going to be my life's purpose. 
And it really is. She she said so there's a Netflix series all about her company Goop. Have you watched it? I've sort of dabbled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you? No. I don't need to have a heart attack <laughs> during this. The hate will the bile will rise up in me. That's why I'm being so stoic this episode. I can't if the bile begins to rise, I'll be vomiting all day into the toilet and it won't stop. It, it, it isn't worth watching, that's the thing. I thought it would at least be really funny, but it is. You you, have, you are wise to have avoided it because it is just a load of very rich, very mostly white people rolling around on the floor taking magic mushrooms, finding themselves. <laughs> and it's like, oh, guys, this is the thing. I'm like, if you put all that energy into something useful, I completely agree with you, Tilly, then she would get so much done. But she says that the, in the opening of that um, show, it's called um, The Goop Lab. And it's sort of all set in her offices and her talking to all of her goopy friends and them doing all their very, like, out there experiments and weird vagina steamings. And um, she says at the beginning of the show, like, I can't believe, you know, I found this thing that I think is my calling. And, you know, I thought my life was just making out with Brad, Brad Pitt in films, but actually this is something that can help people and that can heal people. And then... Making out with Brad Pitt on films does more for humanity than any <laughs> anything goop.com does. I could not agree more. Yeah. But then there's this great disclaimer at the beginning of the show that's like, if you do want to do anything, consult your doctor, which clearly, like, you can just see that she just really doesn't, you know... Believes in all of it. Yeah, she completely believes in all of it. Who is that character in um, Parks and Rec? Do you know the one I mean? The one mm. who's, like, the the wellness... She's got that website. I think she's meant to be based on Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. Yeah, um, Anna, Annabelle Porter is the character on um, Parks and Rec, who's the CEO of Bloosh, <laughs> oh, which I think yeah. is meant to be basically Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, <laughs> there's so many great jokes in the show um, from that character, but one of them, this is just from the Wikipedia page for this character. In her home, they do not eat meals... They have food teasers, <laughs> such as oat wedges and seaweed lozenges. <laughs> That's so yeah, good. It's... That's so good. But also this plays into that my sort of tipping point theory of it, between it being her, what she actually thinks and being a satire. Because I do agree with you. I think mm. she really does believe it all. But the yeah. fact that people are making fun of her and the fact that that show has got that character all feeds into the brand. Like it's purposely built to be slightly outside of the status quo. And so anyone criticising yeah. it feeds into its uniqueness. Yeah, and that loops back around to what you were saying about her wanting to be slightly above the status quo and above what the normal people are yeah. doing. And even though it is laughable, <laughs> it still does kind of become something that people can buy into mm -hmm. and think that they're better than other people. A bit like Noel Edmonds' electromagnetic machine that cures yeah, cancer, is, to be honest. it is. It's a really similar vibe. And I think it's interesting because with him, we were talking about the tipping point of how when it's funny and when it's harmful. And, mm -hmm. you know, when people have extreme profile to be promoting, I can imagine it being really infuriating if you are in the medical world. I mean, it's infuriating if you're anyone who's normal. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Some of the things that she's been criticized for in terms of like the, the things, the products that she promotes... Um, a vaginal steaming. What I really like about vaginal steaming is the kind of worst thing it seems to do is cause severe thrush. So, <laughs> and let's face it, sometimes thrush just happens anyway. So, yeah, exactly. You might as well have a nice steamy time. You might as well be aware that you're doing it. But you basically do it. Is what it, you squat over a very hot steamy bowl, and obviously one of the side effects is if you're too close to very hot steam, you could burn yourself. But it's supposed to help with your um, fertility and your sort of sexual openness. I mean, I mean. Yeah, what else helps um, with sexual openness? Just a glass of whiskey. <laughs> also, jade eggs, which are to do with like doing exercise. Oh, yeah. Are those the ones that they told you to stick up your fanny? Yeah. yeah. And then everyone was like, all the doctors were like, do not do this. <laughs> and then my, my favourite one is. Um, her coffee enema, which is where you insert I'm coffee, sorry, what? you blast coffee into your anus. Hot coffee? Um, that's a question. I don't know. The injection of coffee into the rectum. Is that because she won't allow herself to drink it? <laughs> it's all like this weird, like masochistic, like you can't allow yourself to have any pleasure. pleasure. Mm. So instead of just having a cup of coffee, you think, I've got to stick it up my arse because I don't deserve to drink coffee. So I've got to put it up my butthole. But also just like, just like, I can't imagine practically how that would work as well. You'd need some kind of funnel. Wouldn't it just all dribble back out again? Well, I mean, I don't know. I've never had an enema, but it's like, it's colonic irrigation, right? So they just connect you to the tube and then... And then they blow it in. They flush it in and then they take it all out again, I think. They don't just pour it in and then like let you walk around with it dribbling out your bum. I've got this all wrong. In case anyone was planning on doing it, do it yourself home. Do not, do not do this at home. Do not do it at all. I don't want to get any fucking messages. Right, I'm on Goop. Can we look? Right, okay, I'm on the home section and this is going to be the one that's really difficult for me to stick to my anti-capitalist principles because I fucking love homeware. I I I have never been the sort of person who has been able to spend fifty pounds on a mug, but I I really would like to be that person on a mug. Yeah, and I love like nice dishes and like expensive candles. I'd I'd love to have all that shit basically. So this is going to be hard for me. We're here with you to support you through it. Oh my god. I mean, right, where to even begin? Okay, so I'm on I'm on um, a teak platter, which as far as I can tell is a wooden plate and the largest one of these is 278 pounds 
bargain. It, it's it. I I cannot stress this enough. It is a wooden plate. No, it really is. That you could get for a fiver in Tiger. It really is. Here we've got some multi-purpose kitchen scissors, which are just kitchen scissors. Well, of course they're multi-purpose. It's their scissors. Yeah, you cut cut loads of stuff with them. At uh, sixty-one pounds. Sixty-one pounds. Oh I repeat, sixty-one pounds. Have you seen this mug? Let me send this mug to you. I mean, it is it is a nice mug. Yeah. See, I. This is £51, and I I would possibly buy this for £51. Because it looks like it would feel good in your hands, and I'm all about that. Do you know what? I completely relate. I'm not like that with mugs, because I love a free mug. That's my thrill of having a mug, is right. that I've got it somewhere for free. But I'm like that with candles. Oh my god, this mug is hideous, Tilly. You don't like it? Oh my god, Tilly. This isn't a mug, this is a teacup. It's like a plain, white, small Oh, I like teacup. the ridges on it. That's £51 for a teacup. Yeah, you're probably right. Mate. You, you are probably right. I'm like how you are with mugs, but I'm like that with candles. And mm. that's literally burning money. But you know those really fancy, like massive, £100 oh, yeah, delicious gorgeous. smelling candles? Oh, if I was a rich man, da, 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 then I would buy I would buy some me expensive candles. Look at this fucking bowl. Oh, that bowl. So this is a wooden salad bowl. There is literally nothing else to say about it. Bowl of wood. £157. Being rich is a mental illness. It is. It is. Do you know what, though, here? We've got a sauce container. This piece of Tupperware. £6. Oh, right. So, actually, if you look in the right places, maybe there are some things here that are affordable. Reusable sandwich bag set, £20. Still, you get that for 50p in home bargains, but some stainless spoons for £291. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I could spend the entire day on here. It's this knife, right? We've got an all-purpose knife, one knife. There's one knife, right? Yeah. One single knife. £429 for a single knife. Not even a set. Not even a set. I could do this all day. I wonder how interesting this is to listen to. The thing is, this it fucks up your brain because then you start looking at like the cheaper ones and thinking, oh, actually, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty reasonable, actually. Yeah, that's exactly. It. I wonder if that's a tactic. Yeah, so that you can you can get something from Goop that's the thing you can actually afford. Yeah, but you'd probably just be better off, like you say, going to home bargains. Should we look at the wellness, wellness one? Yeah, yeah. Health and wellness. Here we are. Preventing and treating UTIs. So she writes a lot as well as selling things. Yeah, there's articles on here, aren't there? Yeah. I don't want to poison my brain. No, so let's not look at those. Where's the stuff we can buy? Bye, 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 bye. Sexual health. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. It's a necklace and it's a vibrator. <laughs> £123. <laughs> It's a vibrator that's um, USB rechargeable, like lots of them are. Um, but it's also a necklace. Item is non-returnable. Good to know. What's a stone diffuser? Um, it's a diffuser that's made of stone. Oh. You know, like the things in Muji. You know when you go in Muji yeah. and you get gassed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of them. Oh, I got confused because I thought we were in like the sexual health bit. I wonder if you were supposed to squat over it. A sex journal for couples. 
Yeah, this this is all fucking mental. This is all insane. I think this is a water bottle that you can also use as a muscle roller. I thought you were going to say vibrator then. Basically, everything doubles as a vibrator. <laughs> That's the future that Goop.com wants. <laughs> There's some kind of drink on here. A can, a can, okay, a 12-pack of this, like, um, it's called collagen sparkling tea. And for 12... Also, I love what happens is when you click on the items, they don't show you the price anymore. Uh, So a pack of this tea is £69. The title of the tea, I fuck you not, is skint. No. But it's spelt like skintay. But you will be, but you will be skint after buying this. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, comedy. (laughs) That's a crazy amount of money for a cup of tea, isn't it? It's insane. Like going to Starbucks. I'm looking at what's sold out. Yeah. And uh, the the jade egg is sold out and the rose quartz egg. And there's that vibrator that you can wear as a ring. Have you seen that one? That's sold out. Is that sold out? Oh, damn it. There's a £100 yoga mat here that's sold out. They've had you. They've seen you coming. I am really tempted by her This Smells Like My Vagina candle. Why? Because I kind of want to know what Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina smells like. I mean, it's not actually what her vagina smells like. I don't know. How do you know? Do you think the perfumer had a sniff? Do you think he got down there and really sniffed it? And he was like, this is for the candle. This is for the candle, Gwyneth. (laughs) Stick your arse up. (laughs) Smells like coffee down here. What have you been doing? (laughs) It's £76 to smell her vagina. I really want to get it. That's too much money. Just fucking... I mean, literally, just do it. No. We were literally just talking about the fact we're never going to be employed again. (laughs) Maybe I should get it. I'm going to get it. (laughs) Please don't get it. You'll be so (laughs) disappointed, Helen. I can't. The disappointment is already so much right now. I shouldn't get it, should I? You'll be so disappointed. It's in my car. It will be funny for one minute and then you'll feel so sad that you've done it. Oh, I'm on the men's section. I was hoping there'd be like some anal beads that you wear as a necklace, but there isn't anything. <laughs> what is in the men's section? Mm, just all the stuff that's in the female section, really, but just anything that's not explicitly female, coded as female. Hmm. So you're buying into a lifestyle, really, aren't you? Mm. Of insanity. Like I am. Th- I am the person who does this stuff. I am. I have sorted this all out. I've really sorted my life out because I buy stuff from Goop. And you can see how it's really appealing because it feeds into all of the things that we're programmed to slightly hate about ourselves mm-hmm. and feel messy and gross and imperfect. And then you look at Gwyneth Paltrow and she's the opposite of all those mm-hmm. things. And if this is an explanation of how she manages to be so pristine, then maybe if we buy these things, we can be like her. And there's lots of pit- like she does seem to be doing quite a good job of being a mum. I mean, who knows? But, like, her kids are really cute and they all seem really happy and Instagrammy. And she took a real step back from her acting in order to raise them. And so much of this has come about after that step back, really, and looking more into the kind of um, domestic setting of her life. Which I do understand, because if you're mega, mega famous... And she said, like, when she dated Brad Pitt, she was very aware of how much she was in the public eye. And I can imagine that something domestic is something you have control over. The slightly Mrs. Hinch culture of like, well, if I just focus on this really domestic thing. This external thing that I try and control, I can feel better about myself. And to a certain degree, that is true, I think. I always feel better when like my house is clean or... 
I've baked a nice cake. Or I've had my pubic hair waxed off. Whatever it is, you know. <laughs> I've douched my anus. Whatever it is you've done to forget that you're a human. Why don't we want to just be messy and gross? It's so weird, isn't it? Why is that? Don't know, it probably just reminds us that we're just animals at the end of the day. Yeah, but I find it really weird because surely as animals we're, we're up for being animals. But we really don't want to be. We want to have evolved to the next level. But we can't do that until we buy a £400 knife <laughs> to kill ourselves with. Oh, that's, that is the bleakest thing you've ever... That's the bleakest thing you've ever said. It's not. <laughs> oh, I'm coming. I'm clicking exit on this website. Yeah, all right. I'm closing this now because the three things I ended up in my basket were the, the goop jeans, which isn't a pair of jeans, even though it's £85. It is a 30-pack of... Uh, collagen tea so I don't know what that is per I can't get over skin tea skint, skint. 69 pounds right I'm, I'm closing it now that's it goodbye I, f- I feel worse that's made me feel worse I will now spend all day regretting not buying that candle that smells like a vagina you don't want to you really don't want to you sure yeah you're right yeah you're right you, you buy a nice candle by all means yeah. or buy it from someone other than Gwyneth Paltrow so Here's a here's a positive thing. Mm. She was really involved in the article written for the New York Times that investigated and sort of blew out the story about Harvey Weinstein. She said that during the filming of the 1996 movie Emma, producer Harvey Weinstein made unwanted sexual advances towards her. She confided she confided in her fiance at the time, Brad Pitt, who confronted Weinstein at an industry event. Weinstein later warned Paltrow not to tell anyone else, but in 2017, Paltrow was a major source for an article written in the New York Times that alleged of sexual misconduct. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess as long as you're going out with Brad Pitt, then you're protected, but otherwise you weren't. But to speak out about it in 2017, you know, not everybody did. And Oh yeah, great. And it's, it's good that she did. And I mean, that just shows you what a goody... I mean, everyone knew, clearly. Everyone knew and wanted to... And didn't like him, you know, but everyone just decided that he was somehow necessary to the film industry. He just wasn't. No one person is necessary. But also, it's hard to even remember now, though, the culture before Me Mm. Too and how you did just learn to kind of crack on and powers above you were too big to kind of deconstruct. Oh, God, yeah. And also, if if no one else was speaking out, it was very rare that you were the person that blew the whistle, which is why, like, mm. that act of her talking in 2017 was a huge thing, particularly against someone so powerful. Yeah. I mean, I feel lucky that I never had to do a sex scene or anything before Me Too happened, because when I did it, we had, like, an intimacy coordinator, and it was all safe and dealt with, and, you know, that wasn't the case before, and it's kind of, yeah... I hope that lasting change has come from the movement. Time will tell. Yeah, time will tell. All right, well, if you're thinking about (laughs) going on goop.com, don't. But she's very entertaining. Do you think she causes immeasurable harm? I mean, goop.com probably doesn't do as much damage to the world as, like, Amazon. Yeah. You know, because everything's so expensive because it's made in an ethical way, seemingly, a lot of the stuff on the website so that's why it's 400 pounds a pop for whatever i also slightly wonder if it's a bit like you know fire festival the documentary about Mm -hmm. that festival that went wrong i love that documentary because the people that they're scamming ultimately were fine because they were all mega rich Mm. 
Um, obviously, apart from on the island where they were really screwed over, but the documentary did a lot in raising money and support for those people. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the people who were scammed in their tickets, you kind of don't feel too sorry for them. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's a bit like that with Gwyneth Paltrow, that hopefully the people buying her products, no one's like getting out alone to buy these candles or whatever. It is people who are already from immensely privileged, wealthy backgrounds, so will probably mm. be fine if they stand over a steaming bowl to cleanse their vaginas. You're right. You are right, as you frequently are. Ah, shucks. <laughs> okay. All right, well, that's that done. Another week down. What horrors await us next week? <laughs> we just don't know, living in... The worst country on earth. What a trip. What a trip. (laughs) Rule Britannia. So many people are dead. It's all the fault of our government. Can't think of anything that rhymes with dead. There's loads. Head, bed, shed, lead. Legend. You're a legend. Thank you for listening, everybody. We've loved having you with us during these dark times. We do. Gives us purpose. It does. And uh, just thanks for joining us, really. Tell your friends. Leave a review. All these things help us. Yeah, and we'll see you next week. If you've got any suggestions, slide into them DMs. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Bitchin', a podcast by Tilly Steele and Helen Monks. Our music was by Dave Cribb and our artwork was by Luke W. Robson. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.